Hello, it's Bernie here. Evidently, Bill and Randy want me to tell you people that you shouldn't listen to the show at work or in front of kids because they're swearing. Swearing in the show. There's a few fucks, a few shits, and some words I can't even pronounce. And I'm almost sure that they are drunk, but they're still not part of the 2%. What are they going to play now? Loud music? Jesus, I don't need this crap. Happy 2016, because Donald Trump is running for president. <laughs> Donald Trump is running for president again, yeah. and it's like we're it's like it's like uh, Irwin Allen's time tunnel. We're going back, you know. Deja vu all over again. Yeah. Oh my god! And the thing is, is, he looks so sick, his his face, and he looks so his pallor is just horrible. If and you would ask, if you it sounds asked, terrible too. It sounds terrible. But if you had asked me, Randy, like when we were doing this, like you know, when he he lost, right? He did. He lost. And when yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you if you had asked me in twenty twenty that we would be sitting here at the Iowa caucuses having to go through this shit with this fucking buzz brain again, I would have told you you were insane. Well, you're welcome to anyway, because I probably am, uh, since I picked my antidepressant habit. But I have, <laughs> I have, which I have, yeah. I, um, no, I, I think we are back in time. I don't know. And all of my f- people, even though I've been here for 51 years as yeah. of last week, yeah, 51 years, I still have people asking me about Donald Trump. What's this with Donald Trump? Like, because I was born in America... That you would I'm get somehow it. either able to analyze or I'm responsible for Donald Trump yeah. becoming president. Yeah, I know. But what's what's and you're absolutely right. It's like we have no idea. I have no idea anymore. I have no idea what's going to happen from one day to I avoid reading the newspapers because it's so damn depressing. And I know some of them. No. I was talking. I was talking to good friends of mine who are from America here, and they don't read the newspapers either. It's got oh my god, what's going to happen? You know. Yeah. So I you mean, know what? I think he's going to die, and like some of those uh, popes and and kings of uh, medieval Europe, they're going to leave him on the throne just so the money doesn't stop. What do you mean, like weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump. Donald Trump will die. White House at Bernie's. Some, or maybe he has. Maybe he has, and yeah. they will use AI versions of him, or they will use. 
uh, some kind of uh, dummy yeah. or uh, yeah. a person that uh, imitates him. A cartoon. And they will do it until the money runs out and I'll until say, the money runs sorry, out. Yeah. he passed away. Oh, anyway, uh, guys, we are we are actually on the day, uh, recording this on the day of the Iowa uh, caucuses. And uh, uh, Randy actually has the background of Iowa on his screen now, and it's just disgusting. It's, it's like, and I'm wearing a short sleeve summer shirt because it's it's yeah. 29 degrees here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hot right. here. You know, <laughs> in Iowa, it's like it's 25. Here. So anyway, and listen, uh, we might as well below start. zero centigrade. Yeah. It is below zero centigrade, but we're going to have a little bit of chat about that. And I think Randy, it's uh, time to maybe start with uh, you know. The news, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's the Bill and Randy news. Haven't had it for a month, guys. I know it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dateline, West Des Moines, Iowa, or Des Moines. Wait, is it Des Moines or Des Moines? Des Moines. Des Moines. Uh, well, fucking French. I don't know. Fucking alien planet. Anyway, West Des Moines, it's Iowa. French. Donald Trump, who three years ago attempted a violent coup to remain in the White House, now faces decades of prison for it, nevertheless comfortably won the first nominating contest of the 2024 presidential race. 48%. I mean, if you know how disgustingly odd and really Twilight zone it is to say that sentence, uh, at the Iowa caucuses, thousands of mouth-breathing pseudo-Nazis brave freezing conditions to vote for their very own cult leader. Um, the two craven competitors, by the way, uh, this news is the Bill news, right? The two craven competitors opposing him, who have refused to denounce a fascist and are, are only running to occupy a VP spot in a new fascist leadership that you might have seen, I don't know, in, oh, I don't know, <laughs> some science fiction novel or something, have been left bickering amongst themselves. Above all, these above all these facts is that Iowa was always going to be the Nuremberg christening for Trump. The the, the truth is, Randy, you know, uh, it has been a lot of uh, yelling and screaming about Iowa in the news today. But even though we're amazed that it happened, it was going to happen. You know, this yeah. was this was never a surprise. And it's also because the unique way the the Iowa caucuses are done by people who get together. Let's get together and have an election, and they write it down by hand yeah. on a piece of paper, and it's gathered and counted, and sent to the head office and whatever. It's not like an, a, a normal ballot. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? They that talk about it, and they do. They vote in in front of each other. But these bunch of hoo has in in Des Moines, Iowa. Write shit on a piece of paper in a farmhouse. And that becomes front page news around the world, ladies and gentlemen. But see, I just I thought about that for a minute and I belched. Uh look, the reason I figure out that the uh, you know, I've been I've been thinking about this a long time, Randy, and the reason I've 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 kind of thinking about it. And I, I got this. I get this all sorted out. I know why this continues. And I'll tell you, this is my theory. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> you, you look. No, I'm of, ready. To, I want to. Yeah, hear you this. look kind of bored. I don't I, know. I, I, Here's I, my theory. Can you see the look of anticipation on my face? Yes, I know. I thought that was gas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cyclone B. Yeah. 
The major reason that we're, uh, we are taking the GOP's white nationalist nominating process seriously, the horse race for president is the biggest show on TV, and Trump is the TV's biggest draw. By rights, Trump should be in jail as we speak. He's on trial for 91 felonies in four different fucking states. Yet the presidential election sh uh, show goes on as if nothing has changed. And the reason for this, folks, is because a lot of people are making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. A lot of money. Trump makes money for everybody in the media. Here's an eye-popping uh, statistic. I, I, I got this from, uh, from CNN. Oh. See it? Yeah. Oh, thing. I didn't pull it out of my ass. No, I didn't pull it out of my ass. <laughs> no, that was my eye popping. <laughs> That's right. I got this out of my ass. Okay, there it is. <laughs> Here's a throbbing quantitative statistic for you. Uh, CNN will approximately will make approximately one hundred million dollars, Mister Powers. $100 million in television and digital advertising revenues, more than it would expect to in a typical election year, according to NPR. That's not $100 million total, Randy. No, no, no. That's $100 million on top of the money that CNN would have raked in anyway. As mm. NPR's David Folkenflick wrote, the network has turned a financial corner thanks to the painstaking initiatives of potato heads Jeff Zucker. Did you notice that they they kept giving Trump uh CNN uh town halls? That's mm -hmm. why. That's Jeff Zucker. He doesn't give a shit if he promotes a Nazi. He doesn't care. He wants Trump back in it and he's yeah. engineered it. Uh, and uh, uh, both Jeff Zucker and the unpredictable words of another man, man not employed by CNN, but really should be called Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump has made more money for the media in the last what six years than you could possibly count. It is it is top rating television, including Rupert and Rupert too. Yeah, and Rupert as well. I mean, everybody's making off. You know, the stupidity is paying off dividends beyond belief. Um, and you wonder why Trump is not jailed or sidelined yet. I mean, yeah, he, he has his mouth-breathing breathing base of idiots that compose 30% of the American voting public, but also there are too many people getting rich off the hardest-working fascist in show business. And ladies and gentlemen, just so that we don't forget, <laughs> the James Brown of bullshit, here he is. Right after here Iowa. Before, right before Iowa. Oh, sorry. Yeah. This is this is him right before Iowa. So if you want to save America from crooked Joe Biden, you must go caucus tomorrow. First step. First step. We're going to do it. We're going to do it big. You got to get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I've got to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> if you're sick, if you're just so sick, you can't. Darling, I don't think. Get up. Get up. You get up, you vote. Yes, darling. Ultimately, we know who calls the shots, right? Right, right, Polly? Yeah, just drag yourself to the polls, guy. Forget it, yeah. Grandma. Drag yourself. Oh, man. That was, that's so sad. He doesn't sound as like he's, he's lost some of the, uh, you know, the cool. 
I think he's. I he's think still, he's, kind of, he's still incoherent, as far as I can hear. Oh yeah, he's, he's still incoherent. But I think that he's. Uh, I I think he's off his. Uh, you know, I think he's off his meds. I think he's just. It's not the same Trump, is what we're saying. It's not the same Trump. No. And uh, not for the, not for the better. It's not like he's been. Um, you know, coached uh, on what not to do. He's just. Yeah. Different. Well, I think that you know, I say I said in the last show, I think that he's gradually going insane. The last I, show that nobody's heard yet, that show. Huh? The last show that nobody's heard yet. No, the last show that we did on the air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But he's he's gone uh he's got a little insane, and I think that the uh legal shit A little? I think he's got well, even more but usually he, he you know, his stage presence would take over and now he just looks tired. He kind of like, you know, looks like uh, Play-Doh. He, he's he's kind of slowing down. I don't know. There's a picture in the press today of yeah. him carrying a box of pizzas to obviously a group of of uh, people, yeah. and he just looks horrible. Yeah, like that's a wax, what I'm saying. Wax works, yeah. like a wax works that's uh, uh, at the end of uh, Indiana Jones, like starts to melt. Yeah. He looks really, really bad. Yeah. Well, uh, listen. But as I promised, I have a, uh, you know, I and, and, uh, I do have a bit from that Mocha and Maga. Now this guy sits down. <laughs> this guy sits down and he talks to some of the Maga people that are voting in Iowa. And this is what scares me, uh, Randy, is that, you know, uh, the the Democrats. If we all show up, we'll beat his ass. I mean, we we could we could destroy the Republican Party if everybody shows up. The trouble with the Democrats is they don't show up. No, you know, somebody uh, they else have shown up so yeah. far. Yeah, I was mm. listening to some guy the other day. He said, "I don't know why everybody's panicking because every election we've had so far, Biden has just fucking killed him." So it, uh, you know, this may be a whole beat up. You know, I don't know, but what I'm saying is that. The Trump people show up. You know, the Trump people, I, when you witness the logic and the way people are about holding on to Trump, even when they're confronted with facts and the absolute knots that they will tie themselves into so as not to leave the tribe. And I, I'm very much, I, I do believe it's a tribe thing. I don't think it has anything to do with facts. I think it has everything to do with belonging. And uh, so here is uh, 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 this is a, a young fellow that I caught up with uh, on the net, and uh, I think that he's uh, rather interesting. And, he does uh, as a vlog. It's, it's, it's a uh, video podcast. It's a video podcast. He does something called yeah. uh, Mocha with Maga, and uh, I, I, I'm going to get his name here. But uh, yeah, I'll give you the name at the tail end of it. This is a segment, and we uh, he's talking with one of the uh, uh, MAGA people who have lined up to go to the, do the caucuses in Iowa. Here, here it is, Randy. So he tried to block a peaceful transfer of power. He's joking about being a dictator. He's uh, saying the government should come down hard on media outlets he doesn't like. He's calling for the termination of the Constitution. He won't accept the last election result. To you, that doesn't seem like a threat to democracy. Words are like a two-edged sword. I just, I just listed actions too. 
And what words are appropriate when you're saying let's terminate the Constitution? What he, he said, said what, what he said was his lawyer. If I if we don't feel this was a fair and honest election, I will not leave office. If Hillary said that, if wow. Obama said that, if anybody else said that, if a leftist president said that, it's okay. I would when lose Trump says my marbles. He's a crazy dictator. He's psychotic. And what happened? He left. Nothing happened. He didn't try to take over the the, the war. Because he failed. Because he's incompetent. But he's no, still no, dangerous. He, no, he he he. Yeah. Accepted the loss, kind of. Step stepped out. Accepted the loss. They all say say the same thing. But facts have nothing to do with it. When you confront them with facts, it's just impossible. So then it has to have something to do with not facts. So then you have to go to the emotional reasons that people are in a cult. You know, because you you're literally looking at people that are impervious to anything that's said outside the cult. And I, I, that should scare you. It just should. And well, uh, Amer- like a lot of Americans, they won't be told. They won't be told. They, they won't will be not told. be told. They won't be told shit. Which makes me very happy that I'm here and not there. Uh, <laughs> me too, Bill. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Listen, I got uh, uh, there's a uh, new thing that Republicans have actually, uh, you know, been busy uh, throughout America. Besides, uh, uh, you know, their little. Uh, thing in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Greg Rabbit. Greg Rabbit. Did I say Greg Rabbit? I did. Greg Abbott. He's, you know, he's governor of Texas, Randy. And yeah. uh, he's made the news today uh, because uh, this came out of Rolling Stone. Greg Abbott laments the that Texas can't shoot migrants because murder is illegal. Ah, yes. Stateline Dallas. Texas Governor Greg Abbott lamented that Texas can't shoot migrants trying to cross the border illegally because the Biden administration would charge us with murder, which I guess they would, you know? Yeah. Uh, On January 5th, Abbott appeared on the radio show of former NRA spokesperson Dana Loesch during a discussion of Texas efforts to curb the illegal entry of migrants through the southern border. Loesch asked, what can be done, like right up onto the line? I mean, where maybe they could uh, would come and say, Governor, you're breaking the law. I mean, when would that happen in terms of border enforcement? And Abbott responded by saying, oh, I'm deploying every tool strategy that I possibly can to stern the flow of immigration, including building a border wall, placing batteries in, batteries in the Rio Grande, and passing legislation making illegal border crossings a state crime. And then he wistfully said, the only thing that we're not doing is we're not shooting people who come across the border because the Biden administration would charge us with murder. At which time, however, if laws loosen up, I'm ready for it, he said. I've been working on my skeet shooting. Oh! <laughs> no, that, that didn't happen. That's that's sad, but it's not... A, a, it's so I true. Wrote a, yeah, uh, I actually... I'll send you a copy. I wrote a short story in competition about just that, that uh, Texas allowed people to shoot uh, people crossing the border uh, yeah. as a tar- as a target thing. Uh, I'll send you a copy. It's yeah. uh, it's scary. Yeah, it is scary. Uh, and uh, the last one I have for you there, uh, Randy, yeah. is uh, is uh, even more fun. You know, uh, one of the things that's ironic is that the uh, rock hard loyalty that most Trump people have for their their president, again, 
it, it, one of the uh, uniquely ironic things is that uh, he spent most of his time, uh, I don't know, killing them. Killing them. Uh, let's take a look at this news report, folks. Hydrochloroquine could have caused 17,000 deaths during COVID, the study find. This is from uh, Time Magazine. Former U.S. Donald Trump, uh, President Donald Trump said, at the time, what do you have to lose? Take it. Uh, nearly 17,000 people have, may have died after taking hydrochloroquine during the first wave of the COVID-19 uh, epidemic, according to a study by a French researcher. The anti-malaria drug was prescribed to some patients hospitalized with COVID-19 during the first wave of the pandemic, despite the absence of evidence documenting its clinical benefits, the researchers point out in their paper. Now researchers have estimated that some 16,990 people in six countries, France, Belgium, Italy, Spain, Turkey, and good old America, may have died as a result. The FDA warned that hydroxychloroquine could cause serious uh, side effects, especially health uh, with heart. With yeah, heart. Yeah. Why is it okay for you to promote the use of this drug when, okay. when you're not a doctor and health experts are working? Well, I've, I've worked with doctors, and uh, if you look at the one survey, the only bad survey, they were giving it to people that were in very bad shape. They were uh, very old, almost dead. It was a, a Trump enemy statement. Now, if you look at some of the reports that came out from Italy, that came out from France, that came out from other, a lot of our frontline workers take it because it possibly, and I think it does, but, you know, people are going to have to make up their own mind. Plus, it doesn't hurt people. It's been Thank you, Donald. <laughs> and Did Australia you- was Australia on the list because we had people here trying to get it on the uh, public uh, it's hydrochloroquine. It's great. Yeah. It's fabulous. Yeah. I own shares. I own shares. I own shares in hydrochloroquine. Oh God! Uh, and this and what week, was the horse, what was the horse tranquilizer or the the horse medicine that there was? Yeah, uh, there was. That was the, that was the second yeah. one they wanted yeah. everybody to take. Yeah, I know. He was going through it. I mean, he you know he had him drinking fucking bleach for fuck's sake. So. And, and think, shining a, tor- a UV light up their ass. Absolutely. Now, if you think that, you know, you may, and you may have noticed that both uh, Randy and I are going to get tired of going through this shit. <laughs> no, we're not. We'll never give up. We'll never, we'll give, never up. give up. Isn't that, isn't that what, uh, never stand down. That's right. Never, never stand down. Yeah, never stand down. Never give up. Never surrender. Down. Okay, last last up, this amused me. Ex-GOP lawmaker describes Trump as smelling like a mix of armpits, ketchup, and butt. This is an actual story from from Washington. Yes, yes. Over the years, there have been widespread rumors that Donald Trump has a certain signature aroma that has been described by as being good, which the former president has taken great offense at. On December 16th, former Representative Adam Kinzinger, the Republican of Illinois, threw his take on this subject into the mix via the now viral social media post that happened when, you know, a couple weeks ago. And he wrote, I'm genuinely surprised how people close to Trump haven't talked about the odor. It's truly something to behold. Wear a mask if you can. And he doubled down on that in a recent interview with the Midas Touch Network on the subject of a Trump spokesman firing back at Kissinger's claim with Adam Kissinger farted on live TV and is an unemployed fraud. Kissinger, Kissinger decided he'd go even harder on this. 
trying his hand at <laughs> trying his hand. This is this is American politics. This is it. We yeah. have nothing like this in Australia. Trying his hand on uh, at smell-o-vision, the former GOP lawmaker went into greater detail about the way that Trump smells. It's not good. The best way to describe it is take armpits, ke- armpits, ketchup, a butt, and makeup, and put that all in a blender and bottle that as cologne, and that's what you got. It's going to be on the shelves next week, Bill. I told you. It's Trump's going to get Trump. wind of it. <laughs> yeah, let Trump. It's the scent of success. Uh, I've been amazed that everybody. (laughs) I've been amazed that everybody is just kind of learning about this scent now. You know, I love the high class political debate you have in America. You you smell like farts. No, you do. It's the emperor's new nose. Uh, Nobody gets, nobody's going to say it to him that he's naked or that he stinks. Well, listen, Randy, that's all I got. Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Um, Iver, ivermectin. Ivermectin. The, yes. That's yes. the horse The horse drug, let's, the horse let's, medicine that people took against COVID. Let's raise our glasses to ivermectin, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, we're going to play something funny halfway through this terrible, <laughs> terrible description of what's happening at home. And uh, we'll be back. After this break, with Randy's rant for show, what number is it? Uh, How long three, have we been doing three, this fucking thing? <laughs> three ninety something. I thought. I think it's three oh nine or something like that. So we'll be back. Oh, at, we'll be back at three hundred. Yeah, three hundreds. We'll tell you when we get back. We'll be back in a moment with Randy's rant. Immediately. After winning the Iowa caucus and solidifying his status as the likely GOP nominee for president, Donald Trump was back in a courtroom for a defamation trial where his lawyer was scolded by the judge for being very bad at her job. For more on this, it's time for Close Order. Well, as predicted, Donald Trump won the Iowa caucus by a large margin. This is the second time Trump has won Iowa after first winning it in 2020. But in his victory speech Monday, Trump claimed He won Iowa three times, which is not true. This has been an incredible experience. The people have been, this is the third time we've won. That's how much of a serial liar Trump is. He embellishes even the stuff that's good for him. It's not enough to win Iowa twice, this year with over 50% of the vote. He still has to lie to make it even bigger. He can't control himself. Trump can win an Olympic gold medal while holding a winning Powerball ticket and becoming the first man to set foot on Mars. And he'd still say, you know, I'm also taller than Victor Wembanyama. We love to say the name, don't we? Wembanyama. <laughs> Trump lost the Iowa caucus in 2016 to Ted Cruz, but he probably thinks when you defeat an opponent, you also absorb their electoral victories. Trump thinks he won not just the 2016 Iowa caucus, but also most scraggly at the 2023 Beardy Awards. <laughs> now, you might not recall that when Trump lost to Cruz in 2016, he was hardly gracious in defeat, claiming there was fraud, accusing Cruz of stealing the caucus and saying the results should be nullified. And that's what high school English teachers call foreshadowing. (laughs) So Trump won Iowa decisively, although his two remaining rivals didn't seem to get the message. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, for example, finished 30 points, 30 points behind Trump, but acted like he'd actually won. I can tell you, because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. Yes, that's right. By finishing a distant second, DeSantis got his ticket punched out of Iowa. (laughs) 
Unfortunately, his ticket is for Alaska Airlines. It's an exit row, guys. <laughs> this is the best thing that ever happened to Spirit Airlines. Like, they... <laughs> it's been like five shows in a row we haven't even whispered their name. Second, DeSantis, when you say it like that, it sounds like you're bragging about leaving. We got our ticket punched, which means we can finally get the f out of Iowa. <laughs> I've been trapped in this godforsaken corn maze of a state for six months. I can't wait to leave. They said the only way we'd crack double digits is if hell froze over, which I can tell you the hell did freeze over, and it's still not as cold as in Iowa. <laughs> and then there's Nikki Haley, who came in third place behind DeSantis, but implied that the results had somehow narrowed the race down to two candidates, which I guess she thinks includes her. I can safely say, tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. A two-person race? You finished third. <laughs> Who aren't you counting? I don't know how to tell you this, but you just got your ticket punched back into Iowa. You're gonna get on a plane in Des Moines and land in Cedar Rapids. It's like Russian doll, but Iowa. Now, of course, it might be a two-person race if either DeSantis or Haley drop out, but the GOP establishment is rejecting that option and instead telling them both to drop out. You're calling on Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis to drop out right now. I am, and I do think that would be healthy for this country. It's time to step aside and endorse Trump. At this point, I, I believe this race is over. So, so I am proud to endorse Donald Trump for president of the United States. I look forward to supporting him enthusiastically. I look forward to supporting Trump and endorsing him and also giving him my trophy for Texan most likely to bolt for Cancun in a weather crisis. <laughs> I wonder if Cruz is jealous of DeSantis and Haley. Those two ran against Trump and got off relatively easy. Trump called DeSantis a meatball and floated some birther nonsense about Haley, but that's it. Back in 2016, Trump called Cruz a liar and a cheater sicked his supporters on Cruz, insulted his wife's appearance, and claimed his dad killed JFK. Cruz must be like, oh, what the hell? Why can't you spread some rumors about DeSantis? Say his hair is fake, or his grandpa killed Abraham Lincoln, or stole his white go-go boots from the fembots in Austin Powers? <laughs> I have to say, it is really fun to come up with fake Trump rumors about other people. You know, Ron likes to fight Disney, but not many people know he got his start as one of the dolls, and it's a small world after all. <laughs> He only hates Disney because without his boots, he's not allowed on any of the rides. <laughs> in fact, the indignities never seem to end for Cruz because in that same interview, the Fox host Sean Hannity discussed Cruz's own re-election campaign and described him this way to his face. Every time you run for re-election, you are maybe the second most hated man behind Donald Trump in politics. I actually think people hate Ted Cruz more because here's the tiebreaker. Ted Cruz likes Donald Trump and Donald Trump hates Ted Cruz. <laughs> That, by the way, that's a friendly interview on Fox News, and even there, openly insulting Cruz to his face. In fact, later in that interview, the Chiron Bloom just said, holy <laughs> this guy sucks. <laughs> now, I do think it's worth pointing out that Trump's apparent blowout win on Iowa is actually very hollow. Yes, he won 51% of the caucus vote, but only 15% of Iowa Republicans, who themselves only make up about a third of the small state's electorate, came out to the caucus. And of that small slice of the electorate, 49% voted for someone other than Trump which means Trump got fewer than 57,000 votes. On top of that, 32% of Iowa Republican caucus goers said Trump would not be fit to be president if he's convicted in one of his four criminal cases. And you have to remember, these are among the most hardcore Republican voters in the country. People who showed up not just to a polling booth, 
but to a caucus which takes a while in Iowa in the ass crack of January with wind chills that fell to below 30 degrees in what experts say was the coldest Iowa caucus on record. I don't even think I would haul my ass out to vote against Trump in weather like that. I'd be at home in front of a fire, sipping a hot toddy and making a list of countries with open 1230 time slots. <laughs> if Trump wins in November, tune into my new Japanese talk show, Most Honorable Comedy Discussion Hour. Okay, Randy. Oh, it's, here I am. He's here, here am. ladies and gentlemen. He's ranting away. And yeah, this, well, actually, this uh, just just to back back announce. Okay. Uh, one of the world's largest or strongest influencers of the tagging of ivermectin, who took yeah. it for ten years, yeah, uh, died of severe symptoms uh, common to the uh, drug taking the drug. Uh, uh, seizures, have it going into a coma, lung issues, heart problems. The FDA re repeatedly warned of these, and he died of it. Ah, well. So there you go. <laughs> the, the champion of ivermectin went the way of the horse. Yeah. It was the horse worm medicine, and he got yeah. it. One, one less okay. Metallica fan, I guess. I, I and here's know. here's something <laughs> really interesting just for you, Bill. It's not no, a rant. No, tell me. The word blizzard Tell me about the word was blizzard. created in yes. Iowa yeah. in 1870. It was created in Iowa. Although using it in the context of a severe, nearly horizontal snowstorm, a blizzard, because originally blizzard was used in the context of a volley of shot and cannonballs oh. was a blizzard. So they oh. somebody used this in the context in a newspaper article that it was a blizzard of snow. Ah, there we stuck. go. So uh, Iowa, ironically, created the word blizzard. There you go. Uh, in Stuff 1870. You I, there you go. Well, I just, uh, I was reading. Uh, Thank the, you, Uncle Randy. Well, trivia is my middle name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's one for you. You love, you love this. Okay. Uh, last year, we talked about a, Poor woman who was on a, a, a one of the water rides at Walt Disney World, and she uh, didn't cross her legs and took in an enormous amount. Oh, of water. I remember that you were you're talking. Yeah, about had had internal injuries. Oh, dear um, God. Now here's another one. Uh, a violent Disney World guest sends a cast member to hospital over ride shutdown. Really? Now a Disney World visitor took his frustration out on a cast member because the ride had technical problems and he couldn't get on and she ended up going to hospital. Now, uh, I'll just interject. It's never good to be uh, rude to or, or violent to anybody who's in the service of the community or the general public, but this guy went after her. Um, what do you, he punched out Tinkerbell or something? A 39-year-old man named Seth Davis from yeah. San Bernardino, California. Waiting in a queue uh, for the uh, Remy's Ratatouille adventure, um, which uh, must be interesting, uh, had to had, had to be shut down after an experienced technical difficulty. And according to 
uh, records and became irate, verbally aggressive to cast members who informed him that they had shut the ride down and the line had to be disbanded. He demanded a lightning lane admission for when the ride would open next. And they and when they couldn't refuse his request, he went ballistic. My God. Ballistic. No, it's not good. It's just not good. Well, you see, so, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of that, actually. I've seen a lot of that. Uh, that's one of the reasons I like it better back here, because, I mean, when I'm there, it's just like I, I've seen I've seen uh, waitresses and people treated just like shit. It's Karen's. It's the Karen's and the Kevin's. He's but I Kevin. Mean, you know, I've been around here, man. And uh, no one treats waiters like that. Very rarely have I seen it. I, when I was in Boston, it was like I was there for two weeks, and I, I, I would have seen at least three instances of people just being dicks. You know, total, total dicks. Yeah, total there, are, there are hundreds of hours of Karen and Kevin videos, yeah. especially adults going after children who are riding their bikes in the street. You know, and they go out and they rant and rave and throw things at them, and I'm going. Holy cow, you just can't do that. Yeah, well, you can. But I guess they can. <laughs> burger King took a bath. What? When they had their pink Barbie burger. They had a, uh, to, wait, 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 they, slow they, down. They had a pink Barbie burger. Burger King had a pink... Burger King... I'll back a little bit more. Burger King has been going, uh, supporting many films. They've got a, 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 they've got a, a deal with Holly, somebody in Hollywood to promote films with uh, food items. Okay. Uh, like they had a, a Spider-Man uh, universe shake or, or stuff like that. Anyway, uh, the pink Barbie burger. Um, yeah. Apparently it was just, it was a thing, but it, it never caught it on and they took a big bath. It was a normal burger, but it had pink sauce dribbling out of it. Like pink. I mean, not like hot pink. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, and it was smoke. Like mayonnaise smoke. and ketchup. <laughs> yeah, it was tasted smoke like Thousand Island. No, this was severe pink. Oh, uh, powder my God. Pink. But yeah. fluorescent anyway. pink. I, yeah. I'd have a problem was, with that. I'd have a problem with that. What did it taste like? Out, but anyway, well, it was supposedly smoky. <laughs> I imagine uh, it was. <laughs> smoky. It had smoky pink sauce. Because, you know, yeah. the burgers are better at Hungry Jack's. Because they... Uh, it tastes, it tastes smoky. like... It, it tastes like yeah, uh, so, Trump smells. It it does. Uh, the, the 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 Ken Ken's French fries were there, and were they pink? Uh, the Barbie burger, and then there was the Barbie donut shake, which yeah. was a, a pink shake. Yeah, I don't know what the flavor was with a pink donut on the top. So they went all out, and it died in the ass. So unfortunately, yeah. those poor people are gone. <laughs> good work at uh, that advertising thought, agency. That's a good work, yeah. 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 Now you know. I don't think that, you really uh, want to. I don't think you really want to color things either pink or fluorescent pink ever. <laughs> you know, I think it, I think it's a wrong move. What do you think, Randy? I don't know. I'm, I'm just. Well I, well, I don't know if I want anything. To, you know, certainly nothing you want to eat. Nah. Like you look at uh, the blue milk in Star Wars. I mean, ah, God, I can't say that. The blue yeah. milk in Star Wars. You know, oh, yeah. When, and, yeah, I do. And Baru and Uncle and Baru and Uncle whatever. They're dead, Luke, by the um, way. They died. Milk. Oh yeah, they, they're yeah, fricassee. Yeah, they're yeah, hot. Yeah, they're they hot. They had it coming. Damn hot. Damn hot. Uh, they uh, they voted in, they, on their they, ass. They, they yeah. voted in the Iowa caucuses. They had it coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Right, what else? What yeah, do you those, got? Those water collectors. There. Now you know that uh, they a lot of their headlines have 
Ron DeSantis coming second. But in actual fact, he came third. Oh, poor Ron, huh? How is he going to deal? Because he's, he just wants to be a real boy so much. <laughs> okay. you, know, you, see, you see him trying to master those human reactions on the stump. It's really, it's... I don't uh, know if I... I, can't, I cannot like Ron DeSantis or Big Beck Ramos okay. Now, I just, I still can't work out how to um, say his name. And it really doesn't matter because Vic... Vic, whatever, Vivek Vivek Ramaswamy has dropped out of the race for Republican contention. Now, Lee's bag has left the building. Yeah, uh, Vivek, uh, he was the one, the private enterprise person who decided to model himself after Trump, but with an ethnic flair. Um, And uh, well, That, that entire thing was an audition for him. That entire yeah. thing was an audition. He's, you know, he's a tech startup, a little scumbag tech startup scumbag bro, yeah. you know, who who basically is exactly that genetically. He's just the scum. He's, he, he's you know, he's one of the guys that he was one of the. Uh, like the, the pillow guy. He sells yeah. something and thinks that gives him political cred. The pillow yeah. guy, I think, is insane. I don't think Vivek is insane. I think Vivek's on the no, main. I think. Yeah, Vivek will send you. Vivek will sell you, uh, you know, uh, real estate in fucking, you know, Cambodia. <laughs> Vivek is a real scumbag. You know, I mean, you see, he's coming a mile away. You know, I mean, he, this is a guy. I swear to God, if if he could get a job selling asbestos baby food, he would. <laughs> this is that's who this guy is. He's just yeah. a scumbag. So he now, had his uh, audition, and now he's going to be sucking up to Trump, hoping for something when Trump gets in power, which is what he wants. Well, he's not going to get – I mean, neither DeSantis nor Nikki Haley are going to have any position with Trump because he hates their guts, even though he gave Haley her her position in the United Nations. Oh, I hope both of them rot, rot in hell, really, seriously. They're yeah, both but gutless and awful human beings. And yes, well, I mean, talk about Nikki too. She's a she's a scumbag. She's you know she's sitting there talking about you know would you endorse Trump? Anybody who sit there and say in a in a political contest that they would endorse Trump to be president of the United States is treasonous. Treasonous. Period. That's it. End of story. So anyway, spoken. the the three the three still standing after the Iowa caucuses are Donald J. Trump. Yes. Ron, Ronald DeSantis or Ronaldo DeSantis. And did he pull out? Is he pulled out? Has no, Ron no. pulled out? No. No. no yeah. uh, he will. No, he's going to go in. Uh, South yeah. Carolina. Yeah. In New yeah. Hampshire, is he? So he'll go. He'll keep going. He'll and die. New Hampshire after, next. And that's, I think. If he doesn't get number two in New Hampshire, he's gone. He's done. He's done. You know. And then. Well, Nikki was a very close third to him. Well, Nikki, Nikki, and in fact, she was ahead of him in the polls before the caucuses. She well, was whoever, ahead of him. Whoever wins caucus. in New Hampshire will stay in for South Carolina, and in South Carolina, both of them will be absolutely destroyed by Trump. Just, just destroyed. Yeah. You know? So I mean, it's, it's so I don't know who's gonna. Yeah, I think Nikki's. Uh, yeah, and, and so none of the people. After Vivek Ramaswamy, mm. uh, Aza Hutchinson, uh, Ryan Brinkley, none of those have gone. So I think only DeSantis and Haley, who are really only a couple of points apart, 
are the only people left standing after Trump. Yeah, that's it. Now, I think, I wonder if Republicans aren't going to turn to Haley simply because she's not DeSantis and she's certainly not Trump. Oh, no, no, no. No, Trump's going to win. Trump's going to win. He's 49% of the vote in the Republican primary. He was always going to win the Republican primary. I mean, that's what the media's tried to, the media tries to make it a contest. It's not. There's, there's no contest. Trump will be the Republican nominee for president of the United States. That is the thing. And, you know, this is all just, you know, they're, they're trying to make a contest out of something that is not a contest. Uh, the, the truth is, is that, uh, you know, Biden is playing his time, playing, playing his, uh, he's, he's just fading back. He's just letting them do their shit. And, but as soon as uh, Trump is alone in that primary field, uh, that's when the general election starts. And uh, that's when we've got to mobilize our guys because, quite frankly, uh, if we mobilize, we'll beat the shit out of them. We'll beat the fucking crap out of them. You see, that's the frustrating thing is is that with all the fear that's out there about whether Trump would become president again or not, the truth is if you look at every electoral thing that's happened between now and uh, when he was dethroned – uh, he's lost everything. Yeah, and the trials are not going good Except for him. Except money. Except the money, it keeps rolling in. Well, no, even his even his his income is not what it used to be, and he's in the verge of losing the Trump name in New York. And believe me, after three you know after three months of insulting that judge, I don't think he's going to get a good favorable thing. I think he's going to get fined millions and millions of dollars. So you may That's think. So- I, I really think that's going to happen. I hope so. I hope so. I hope he gets, but I don't know if he's going to make it across the line. Across the he's line. Losing his marbles. Oh, will he have a heart attack? I don't know. I think that's what a lot of those guys are waiting for. You know, they're they're kind of like hanging around just in case, because you you know he, he is Ron right. He doesn't Mickey. look good, huh? I sent you a picture. The picture of him with his. Uh, uh, Caucus uh, leader, caucus uh, hat on. Yeah, I sent it to you, uh, and it just shows he's just pasty and. Yeah. Oh, I just I believe it or not, I felt sorry for him. Oh, please! Kind of like a, a dog that's been hit by a car. Dog but I felt sorry hit. for him. Dog that's been hit too much. You know, no, no, no. Don't don't feel sorry for him. Just hit him again. Uh, <laughs> no, you back over. You- is that you back is that, over him? Is that what you well, got for us today? Well, it's the fallout of the Iowa caucuses, is what I wanted to talk about. Ron DeSantis comes in second to Trump, Nikki Haley third, and yeah. uh, Vivek, Vivek Ravaswamy has dropped out. Yeah, he'll be at the local Holiday Inn uh, selling you Amway. Uh, so, anyway. Oh, uh, that's uh, not, I thought he'd be whipping up a curry for everybody. <laughs> Well, listen, we're going to, we're going to, that, that is our show for today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed Iowa. God, was it fun? And uh, we'll it's be freezing, rocking. Freezing, but fun. Freezing, but uh, fun in a perverse kind of awful way. <laughs> Watching some Nuremberg pageant. But uh, anyway, it's done, ladies and gentlemen. We go forth into New Hampshire. Uh, how many times have we done this uh, primary? Uh, well, we started with the uh, second. Obama, uh, Obama election. Yeah. So yeah. there was Obama two, then there would have been uh, Trump. Yeah. And then and, uh, yeah, no, we've got, this is our our 
Oh, wait, we uh, we had the uh, from Massachusetts Mitt Romney. We were uh, Mitt Romney. Yeah, yeah that's I, the second. That's second. Uh, oh, yeah, that's second it. Obama was Obama Romney. Well, we this is what, this one's going to be it's so much more boring. It's just going to be so much more boring because you know you know what's going to happen. Anyway, well, listen, we'll, you know that you know that old metaphor. It's like watching a train wreck. Yeah, uh, this really will be like watching a train wreck. <laughs> everything new everything old is new again anyway listen we'll see you next time thank you for tuning in for us again good luck everybody good luck everybody so long randy so long everybody bye-bye good night Good night.